following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. Well, June, you're letting me take a break for tonight on Christmas <laughs> Trivia, but you're playing a song uh, in a few minutes that uh, is, um, I think, one that people need to hear the story behind the song. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we don't always know when we're going about our, our uh, busyness of Christmas and, and pay attention to the words here, but I think this one's so good. Can you share that with us? Oh, I, I love the story behind this song. Uh, it is a Christmas carol. didn't start out, though, as a Christmas carol. Um, this is the true, poignant story uh, behind a, uh, a thought-provoking Christmas carol that flowed out of the life of Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Uh, he had a heartbreaking loss of, of his wife uh, and um, the permanent crippling injury of his son during the Civil War, American Civil War. So as 1861 marked the beginning of the American Civil War, there was tragedy uh, in, in the Longfellow family, specifically uh, one July day, his wife, Frances, had trimmed the beautiful curls of their seven-year-old daughter, and she decided, the mother decided, to preserve uh, the clippings in what was called sealing wax. However, while melting the wax with a candle, a few drops fell on her dress, though it was unnoticed. They didn't see it initially. And suddenly a breeze gusted through the window, igniting her dress and immediately wrapping her in flames. Frantically, um, her, her devoted husband tried to extinguish the flames with a rug. Then he sought to smother the flames by throwing his arms around her. Uh, it severely burned him, his face, arms and hands. The next morning she died. Now, too ill from his own burns and his grief to, well, he just could not attend the funeral. He was uh, too, too injured. And throughout the years, Longfellow had kept a personal journey. These are a few of his excerpts. Christmas Day, 1861. How inexpressibly sad are all holidays. I can make no record of these days. Better to have them wrapped in silence. Perhaps someday God will give me peace. Christmas Day, 1862. Children say Merry Christmas, but no more for me. That's when his son Charles was wounded in the Civil War. Christmas Day, 1863. There was nothing. Then on Christmas Day, 1864, he wrote a personal poem. Christmas bells, I heard the bells on Christmas Day. Their old familiar carols play, and wild and sweet the words repeat of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Now listen carefully to the rest of the song. The next part is, in despair I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And then there's a turning. At the end, 
Then peel the bells more loud and deep. Listen carefully to these poignant words. It's been 20 years since June Hunt was first called into international ministry through the translating of our Keys for Living into the Russian language. The Lord has refined our focus in recent years to partnership with ministry leaders in key global regions whose reach is expanding to international training events, radio programming, and impact across borders that only indigenous leaders could cross. God is multiplying hope through the translated Keys for Living and the globally relevant counseling model of June Hunt that you have come to understand as a valued listener of Hope in the Night. When you support our Hope for the Heart international ministry, you give directly to men and women who are giving their lives to equip and empower the church in their regions for the Lord's kingdom. Come with us around the world to share the hope of Christ. Visit us online at hopefortheheart.org forward slash international. 
Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their lives. It's ministry multiplied. For an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight. 800-917. 800-644-4817. Welcome back to Hope in the Night. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have any questions about uh, topics that we cover here on the program or really any number of topics, anything that would help you. We have over 100 keys for a living that will help you to address your situation. Call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE and uh, they are available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd be happy to point you in the right direction with uh, maybe free resources on our website. Those are quick reference guides and uh, just a, a shorter treatment on many of the topics that we carry here at Hope in the Night and and uh, for Hope for the Heart. So we, uh, we would like to point you to those. Uh, those are on the website and uh, just two pages. If you want to print those out and use those, you can do that. And also we have the larger keys for living that are there at Customer Support will help you to understand which topics might be best for you. That number again, 800-488-4673. Also check out the website, hopefortheheart.org slash store. There you can find our updated Keys for Living with new titles being updated monthly and added to that store. Also Lifeline to Hope online training. That's a a video-based training program that has really been a helpful tool for pastors and churches looking to start or grow a care ministry in their church. There's also a special area there called June's Place that has uh, books that she's published over the years and uh, also our uh, music CDs where you can hear the song we just heard, uh, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day, that CD, The Hope of Christmas. It's all there at hopefortheheart.org slash store. Now let's get to our caller for tonight and we welcome Ruth. Well, welcome to Hope, Ruth. How can we help you? Hello, June. I'm just... um like to tell you that I'm very impressed with your talk show, and I, I wish I was um, a woman of wisdom and integrity like you instead of someone that's always messing up and always having regrets. Mm, mm. Well, first of all, uh, I know you made a mistake saying Ruth, but my first name is Ruth. And so I happen to love that name because it I was named after my mother. So I'm just, just going to that, make that little comment. Um, so talk to me about regret. That's what you said, regret. Well, um, yes, a lifetime of it. Um, I'll start with my childhood. I come from a large family. Um, we didn't, we weren't raised. We just grew up. We were poor. We went hungry. 
We didn't have running water. We didn't have indoor bathroom. Mm. Uh, we um, had parents that were uh, emotionally scarred and mm-hmm. had addictions. We were abused physically, mentally, sexually. Mm. Had no guidance. Um, we were like the poster children of uh, the Salvation Army and the woman at um, social services that you never thought we'd go as far as we have. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, uh, I feel like I don't even know how capable I am of truly feeling or caring or thinking rationally, but I know that um, I don't really, I, I went to counseling. Mm-hmm. But I still, and I, but I still uh, do things that are not rational, are not um, truly thought out. And I feel like I probably even have an empty love tank where I just really uh, have capacity to to not have any empathy or, you know, and self-centered and just, um, I just really don't know how to stop the, um, Abuse and neglect that subjected people and animals too. I feel like I'm just a monster inside. Mm. And it's just very frightening to realize what I've done when it's too late. It's never too late. No, honey, it's never too late. You know, there are times when we can realize this was wrong and sometimes we don't even know it at the beginning but then later when we're aware of it it's like oh I wish I hadn't done this said that um, whatever and yet what's interesting is when we have a life-changing agent on the inside of us And that is exactly the role that Christ plays in our hearts and lives. Um, Regardless of the pain, the abuse, and and the the dysfunction that you've described, you, you did have a horrible background. I hear that. And I know you can recognize that you don't have as much empathy as someone else. Or you said, uh, you said no empathy. Um, and yet I hear that you really, that there's a reason for you calling. If you had no care whatsoever, you wouldn't have called this program. And I hear that you care, that maybe you don't know what to do, how to put the change in place, the steps for significant change. But um, would would you give me your approximate age? I'm 57. Okay. Okay. And so that means you've experienced not only the pain of childhood and young adulthood and a, 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 a significant time of adulthood, and yet all the rest of your life you still have to live. And so 
Help me understand. When you first thought about calling, what would you have hoped, based on our conversation and God's work, um, what would you have hoped would happen? I want to find out how to... To not um, make the mistake of abusing, neglecting, to um, to not go into a rage and mm-hmm. um, and be mean, uh, to um, know how to fight Satan's influence because I feel like at times I'm actually possessed, controlled. And then whenever the mistake has been made, it's like um, I hear this voice saying, look what you've done. Look what you've what happened. Why didn't, you know, and it's, and it's just like it, it's always trying to destroy me. And, I, and they, you know, it's just um, guilt is killing me, in a, you know, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. I just, mm-hmm. um, what I do hurts me much more than what anyone else does to me. Mm. And I don't know how to stop it because it just keeps happening. I have a trail of of animals and people that I've hurt and that even died because of my, my negligence and abuse. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm just scared, um, confused. Uh, I've been described depression medicine and all these titles of what's wrong with me and all these counselors are sitting there and they're just listening or writing and say, well, your time's up. Mm. And so I don't take any medicine at all because I don't, I don't like to feel numb to mm-hmm. feeling, but I guess I should take something, but I, I just don't because I don't want, I do seek I, I ask God and, and the Holy Spirit and Jesus to fill me each day, and I um, and I've always, you know, tried to reach out, but I don't feel I don't feel really anything from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. But and when you said I'm scared, what what are you scared of? I'm afraid of death. I'm afraid of of the person I am, the shame and the guilt, the the, the trauma, the torment of um, things I've said and done. That I just am afraid of of others, of um, of life. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes sense. I think it's a cool, morbid world. We're all on death row, just ready to get knocked off. Um, and the things in the Bible scare me. It, I don't understand it. It's like a science fiction book that, you know, horrors. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet there's there's nothing else to hold on to either. Mm-hmm. You know, also there's nothing else to hold on to. But um, the idea that there's a God, and and then that um, I just, if I was God, I wouldn't do things the way they that they're being done. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put people here to be uh, 
hurt and to have loved ones taken away from them. And um, I just don't understand mm-hmm. uh, why, if he loves us, he could hurt us and take loved ones away from us and let us suffer here for something that we weren't, we not responsible for. Mm-hmm. We weren't even here when Adam and Eve were born. So I, mm-hmm. even though I reached out for God, I don't understand it and I don't agree with it. And I'm, um, I'm just, uh, I just, I, I feel out of control. I feel like that no matter how much guilt I have, no matter how much I regret, I, I always do something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to thank you for being specific. I thank you for your candor. Um, I thank you for sharing the specifics of some of the things that scare you. These are significant things you mentioned. Um, You have questions about God, which is not unusual. Many, many people, they, they don't know what to think of that word God, that entity God. And uh, you certainly are not alone. Um, everybody is chosen wrong. Um, you're saying, though, the guilt is killing me. And it keeps happening, meaning things that you do keep happening. I, I'm, I'm hearing you. Uh, you know, there are people um, like what I hear it, you, you, your first words to me were really potent when you said, you know, you came from a large family, but it's like you weren't raised. It's like, you know, you didn't have a caring family, a safe, sanctuary, positive, nurturing family. It's like you, you all grow, grew up. You weren't raised, meaning there wasn't the care. And you didn't have control over that, and I get that. So I I think we needed to take some first things first. And I do have compassion about what you're saying. Um, I understand a number of your questions, because I had no idea who God was either at one time. And um, I had many uh, of the questions that you had. So, as we talk about this, we're going to start out, how do you even explain who God is? I mean, that, that, that must be a starting point between you and me, and just know I care. June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as grief and loss, abuse and trauma, depression and suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org. 
www.org/ccl. If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and we'd like to thank you for your prayers and support of our ministry. Our customer support team can be reached at 800-488-HOPE, and they're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd like to help you to uh, get access to God's hope through our resources. And we're recommending tonight the Keys for Living called Fear, No Longer Afraid. Customer support will be happy to uh, connect you with that resource at 800-488-4673. That's 800-488-HOPE. Well, we are a crowd-funded mission. Hope for the Heart exists because of the financial support of those of you who listen. And I would encourage you, if you're considering giving a gift, go ahead and do that in the coming days and weeks. And uh, actually, most of our giving each year comes in the final weeks of the year, and that's what fuels our next year, to be able to do what we do. So much of Hope for the Heart is about giving content away. And uh, whether it's through the website, through resources that we send to Hope in the Night callers each night, uh, the podcasts, our conferences, so many resources, because we want to reach as many people as possible with a biblical hope and practical help. And your gift is what enables that uh, that to happen. So if you would support us, uh, you can do that in a couple of ways at the website, hopefortheheart.org slash donate. That's hopefortheheart.org slash donate. Or you can call 800-488-HOPE. That is our customer support team, and they can help you with that as well. It's 800 488 4673. We'd like to invite you to uh, speak with June on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night. That's uh, The number is 800-917-800-644-4817. Just call and we'd like to talk to you about your uh, question for June, what you'd like to talk about. Well, let's get back to our caller for tonight and uh, we are back to our conversation with Ruth. Well, my friend Ruth, I am so glad that you made some statements about questioning even God's role and, you know, trying to figure out, well, why would he allow this? Um, you, you have wanted help from God, and yet there's just like this not, there's not that personal relationship that, at least that I'm hearing, that, it, that perhaps you see other people have. Is that safe to say? 
Yes, that's true. Um, mm-hmm. It's just that uh, so much has happened yeah. that I don't trust in this world. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know how to trust God. I reach out to Him daily, um, but I don't. I don't um, just. It's like I finally built the life I wanted, and now it's like I've been. Um, everything's taken away, and I'm, I'm just back to the, you know, um, in the, in a lonely, dark um, place of, of um, just fear and and confusion and not understanding why, after all I've been through. Mm-hmm. And I finally had my life the way I wanted it. Why it's all taken away, Kent? Okay. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I I remember a time where I did see that some people had something that I didn't have, and I didn't know how to get it. But I, whatever it was, and it was it was some kind of spiritual something. And I, but I just remember thinking. But God, if you're a loving God, why would you permit this? And it happened to be in our family. How can you permit one person to cause so much pain, hurt so many people? And much later, um, I got to thinking about that. I, I didn't. I wasn't asking him. I just, I just remember this lament and not trying to, and just trying to figure out. Well. But but there there's evil and th- things in the world that are wrong and and some had impacted me and you know when when you describe your family um, you know multiple kinds of abuse and it's like it's like you you indicated that your parents were in essence emotionally damaged and and I just want to say there's there's a saying that I know is true. With children, more is caught than taught. With children, more is caught than taught. Children many times learn to act a certain way, to respond or react a certain way, because that's what their parents did. That's what the people around them did. And so they absorb that behavior and as you described, an abusive kind of family and toward you in multiple ways, what I'm saying, it, it does impact us. When we've been um, abused in certain ways, you can become emotionally flat. Um, you can, you, you are impacted uh, not you're not the same as li- as other people who just had very very nurturing parents uh, am i communicating with words that you agree with or that you understand yes i'm uh, but i always had an awareness of how things should be mm. mm-hmm. but it's like um, you know, I don't really fit in with any group or anything. I, you know, I'm, I'm more of a loner. Mm-hmm. But I, 
you know, I was always searching for the life that, you know, a loving relationship with a man, um, a family, and it seems like all I attracted was people that were abusive and uh, just wanted to hurt me mm-hmm. and um, that were dysfunctional. Like when I came from, it's like I was just a loser then, you know, just there's always something wrong with anyone that I tried to interact with, and it just... Um. Well, the truth is, many times what occurs is we don't know. When bad things happen in the growing up years, you can feel powerless, right? You know what it's like to feel powerless. Is that correct? Okay. I know what that's like. And what I'm saying is many times... I, in adulthood, then act act powerless, even when I wasn't, but I thought I was powerless. And sometimes the problem is we get conditioned a certain way, and we've got to literally have a change that God can make in our lives, so that even then, when we are in adulthood, we think differently. We do not allow people to hurt us like as though we were children. And the Bible even says, when I was a child, I reasoned like a child. You know, I thought like a child. Um, But now that I'm an adult, I put childish ways behind me. Candidly, I don't think if I my, if my life had taken a different trajectory um, of of in other words, I, I started dealing with all kinds of problem things and began to write and began to discover, oh, June, you've got to change how you how you respond. You've got to change how you think first because it, I, my thinking was wrong. And I honestly, I wasn't trying to do something wrong, but all of a sudden I would find myself doing things that or responding or submitting, submitting to things that were clearly um, not right in God's sight. But I didn't know I had the power to do something about it. And the most important thing of all, the beginning part, was what you said that you, you don't know how to trust God. Well, I understand, and I that was an issue, and it begins with who is God really? What does it mean to trust God? Because see, He is the change agent. He's the one who can change us inside out. In fact, I mentioned we have to have a changed thinking. Jesus is the one who said, the truth sets you free. And and, and th- this is so clear. Uh, the Apostle Paul explained, uh, we are not to be conformed to the world, what we experience in the world. We are transformed by the renewing of the mind. So, in other words, it's what God's truth is. And Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. So, Would you want me to share what I think could be the beginning point and we build on that? Is that all right? Sure. It's fine, yes. Okay. 
if we start with how uh, this earth and universe began, it did begin with God, and everything he made uh, was perfect. Clearly, he is the one who created human life, not just matter, physical matter. And what you begin to learn is God wants fellowship with us. He wants a, us to have a relationship. And we, we see that in, with the first two people he created. Now, he gave them a choice. One choice. They, he, he gave them one specific of, not, of what not to do. This won't surprise you what I'm going to say. He told them, do not eat of this tree. And the one thing he told them that, to not to do, they could, they could have all of their provision. Uh, they, they went against what God said. And at that point, truly fellowship was broken. Um, he said in the day that you eat of that tree, uh, you, you will die if you do that. And there was a spiritual death. It wasn't a physical death. It was a spiritual death to the intimacy that they had. Now, it is true. We are given choices. I personally have never met a human being who has not chosen wrong. We've all blown it. We've all made not just mistakes. I'm talking about choosing to go against God's will. And God knew we would do this. But we're not left hopeless. That's the why of Jesus. There is God the Father, God the Son, that's Jesus, and God the Spirit. And the God the Son, God, that we're talking about Jesus, left heaven, came to earth, and upon his death, having lived a perfect life, Knowing that he had a job to do, he didn't want us separated from the Heavenly Father. He doesn't want us separate, separated. He, he created heaven. So this is the why of Jesus. When he came to earth, he chose to die on the cross for our sins. He said, you don't take my life from me. I give my life as a ransom for many. And he died on the cross. Why? So that if you and I would humble our hearts and receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we would be forgiven of all of our sin. It's been 20 years since June Hunt was first called into international ministry through the translating of our Keys for Living into the Russian language. The Lord has refined our focus in recent years to partnership with ministry leaders in key global regions whose reach is expanding to international training events, radio programming, and impact across borders that only indigenous leaders could cross. God is multiplying hope through the translated Keys for Living and the globally relevant counseling model of June Hunt that you have come to understand as a valued listener of Hope in the Night. When you support our Hope for the Heart international ministry, you give directly to men and women who are giving their lives to equip and empower the church in their regions for the Lord's kingdom. Come with us around the world to share the hope of Christ. 
Visit us online at hopefortheheart.org forward slash international. As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually, they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God Himself, and He's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver. We'll get back to our caller in a moment. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE. And uh, anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, they'd love to talk with you. If you have any questions or concerns about the topic of fear, we have Keys for Living on that called No Longer Afraid. And uh, customer support will be happy to help guide you to that resource or whatever might help you the most. Their number again is 800 488 Hope, 800-488-4673. If you would like to speak with June about a specific situation in your life on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, give us a call at 800-NIGHT-17. That's 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7. And when you call, leave a detailed message for us. We'll get back to you and just have a conversation about uh, what questions you might have, what insight that you would like to get from June, really from God's Word, as, uh, as God's um, Word will reflect and, uh, and relate to the situation you're dealing with. We'd like to help you to get some direction there. And so we would just talk to you about being on an upcoming Hope in the Night. That number again, 800-917-800-644-4817. Now maybe you think uh, that my question is not big enough or I'm just not ready to be on a live radio program. That's okay. Send your question to askjune at hopefortheheart.org. That's askjune at hopefortheheart.org. And we'd love to have your question in an upcoming Hope in the Night. And uh, if we use your question, we'll send you some resources free from our ministry. So again, that's askjune at hopefortheheart.org. Now back to Ruth. Well, my friend, as we talk about how do, how do we change, you're, you're saying you want to find out how to not make mistakes. You you said, I want to find out how to not be mean, how to um, fight. It Basically, it's anything that Satan is uh, uh, attacking you with, you know, f- uh, causing pain in your life. Um, and you said, guilt is killing me, you know. So I, I hear... There are there, you're wanting certain change, and the reason I started with what I consider, in this case, 
first things first. You said, I don't know how to trust God. Now, I expected you to probably know a lot about what I was saying about God, because I think you know the story in general, that, that what I've thus far shared, correct? Yes, and, and I want to say, June, that um, you have been peace and comfort to me on a lot of late nights. Uh, you've been in my kitchen for years. Mm. Your beautiful singing voice and your uh, the way you guide people. And I want people to know that I'm not wanting pity. I don't care what happened to me. My, I love my parents. They did the best they could. Mm-hmm. And I think humbling uh, is more beneficial to someone than thinking that they are, you know, uh, above others. Uh, but it's what I've done that is destroying me. I don't care what's happened to me. Mm-hmm. I want... I don't want to hurt others. Yes. And I want to be kind. Mm-hmm. And basically, I beg for the Holy Spirit to fill me. That's mm-hmm. what we all go to be for all of us. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit to change us because mm-hmm. we're all no good. And But I just, I beg for that every day. And I don't change. Well, this is what I so appreciate about this God who knows everything, he, he knows that desire of your heart, and he has the power to affect what you have talked about, because his, I'll say his forte is changing us, and even when we can't do it ourselves, and because you identified, I don't know how to trust God, I want to begin there because I think many people absolutely struggle in that area. They can have mental knowledge. They can have information without having transformation. And see, this is what I'm hearing. You're not content just with knowing stuff, knowing information. You you want it to impact your life. What You want God to truly impact your life because you understand that. So let's talk about what, uh, number one, can often be the stumbling block and then how do you overcome it. And I'm going to assume, I'm going to be uh, presumptuous here, I think it will be valuable for us to have not just one conversation, but for sure to have another conversation. Because what we're going to cover right now is just the beginning part. But we'll need more time. Is that okay with you? Yes, that's fine. Okay. So the, the, this this phrase that you use, because I wrote it down, I don't know how to trust God, that is candid. It is... Um, it is very typical of a lot of people. Everyone, my friend, and you know this, everyone is not trustworthy. And there are people say, who will say, oh, just trust me, just trust me. And yet they've not been trustworthy. And so you don't just trust anyone. And some people get upset because you won't trust them. But the truth is, trust must be earned. Trust must be earned. So, just going back to what God has communicated, when you say, I don't know how to trust God, well, let's see, is 
I want you to consider the character of God. He first of all says in Jeremiah 31.3, I have loved you with an everlasting love. By the way, love, there's the emotion, emotional type of love, like Valentine's love. This is not it. Agape love, A-G-A-P-E, is a kind of love. It's a commitment to seek your highest good. He says, I've loved you with an everlasting love. I've loved you with... He said, I've drawn you with loving kindness. So, he's, you are never without him wanting to do what is in your best interest, because that's what agape love is. It seeks the best interest, the highest good of the other person. So it's not like, well, he loves these people, he doesn't love me. No, he does love you. And it's everlasting. It's not here today, gone tomorrow. Number two, he doesn't just love you. He says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. These are his words, not my words. God says in, in uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. So see, he knows what he's going to do to affect the very change that you're talking about. The way he wants to soften your heart. In fact, what you see is he talks about giving us a new heart. And I happen to love this scripture. It's in Ezekiel 36, 26. I will give you a new heart. I will put my spirit in you. I'll remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh, I'll put my spirit in you and cause you, cause you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. So when he gives us a heart transplant and we're willing to receive a new heart, that means he already has figured out what he's going to do to, it's actually to conform us to the character of Christ. He will change our hearts from being cold or unresponsive uh, to being sensitive. And this is part of your desire. So what you see is, oh, he, he his character is... He has unconditional love for you, no matter what you do or don't do, no matter, no matter what you've done or haven't done. He, his love is consistent, and he has a plan for you that you don't know. And third, in terms of, th th this is the one, I, I have a favorite scripture. It's, um, most people don't quote it, but it's Deuteronomy 31.8. Deuteronomy 31.8. This is the third part of his character 
of what he plans to do. De uh, Deuteronomy 31.8 says, The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. I grew up very, 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 very fear-based and was fear-based for a lot of my adult life. And it sounds to me like you had some of that fear too. You said, I'm scared. I said, scared of what? Scared of death. I wasn't scared of death, but you know, scared of staying the person I am. Scared of life. You, you, you mentioned a number of things like this. But he says, listen to this one more time. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. That means once you humble your heart and receive him as your personal Lord and Savior, giving him control of your life, then he is in you. The Bible says it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. And when he's in you, he doesn't leave you. And he starts changing you. I'm going to ask very candidly, do you believe that is what God wants you to do? To receive him personally, to receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, giving him control of your life. Absolutely. Okay. And are you willing to do that now? I said that prayer so many times. Uh, yes, I, I, yes, I want to do that again. So okay. Right now. Okay. Just pray after me. God... Thank you for loving me. God, thank you for loving me. Thank you for having a plan and purpose for me. Thank you for having a plan and a purpose for me. You know I need a true changed life. You know I need a new changed life. Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. And being willing to forgive me of all of my sin. And be willing to forgive me for all of my sins. Right now, I'm asking you to be my personal Lord and Savior. Right now, I'm asking, begging you to be my personal Lord and Savior. I give you my mind and my will. I give you my mind and my will. I give you my heart and my life. I give you my heart and my life. Make me into the person you created me to be. Make me into the person that you created me to be. And thank you for not giving up on me. And thank you for not giving up on me. In your holy name I pray. In your holy name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, if that is totally sincere, and I believe it is, welcome to the family of God. We will send our keys for living called Fear, No Longer Afraid. We'll send that out to tonight's caller. And we do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of this ministry. And if you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate. And we thank you for that. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. The preceding program was pre-recorded.